Holden, welcome <laughs> to another episode of That One Movie Podcast. <laughs> oh, isn't that nice? Is that the Star Wars theme? Yeah, it's the Star Wars theme, obviously. Nice. Uh, I feel like this chord right here, you hear that? That's like the last chord on every This Is Us commercial. You know, it's like, next time, the next This Is Us. Um, I've never seen the This Is no, Us commercial. No. Oh, oh my gosh. It's like, next time on This Is Us on NBC. <laughs> That's what it sounds like, I'm telling you. Anyway, it's just a nice resolution. Yeah. Hey, man, it's not copyright if you don't play it very well. <laughs> anyway, welcome to another episode of That One Movie Podcast, also known as Tomp, the weekly show in which we discuss movies, games, and TV shows, in addition to kind of whatever, but mainly we just shout nonsense into our microphones. I'm your host, Jimmy Uthie, joined by my co-host, Holt Sutter. Ah, I'm here. <laughs> that was nonsense. <laughs> Woo! And we have a great show, or a show, we'll leave it up to you, for you today. Highlighted by review of Toy Story 4. We maybe even throw a little Black Mirror in there. First episode. Four Toy Stories! <laughs> <laughs> uh, as you can tell, this is not going to be a very good episode. <laughs> no. <laughs> Just kidding. It's going to be very relaxed, casual. Um, we're doing Jimmy it, says... We're doing it remotely again. That's the way it's been this summer. Sorry, it's been a little inconsistent with the release dates. Um, anyway, the way I'm <laughs> situated, like I don't really have a choice... But I have to put all my stuff on this electric keyboard, and I'm like, well, why don't I utilize this? So I think we're going to have a little live music. Terrible idea. (laughs) Terrible idea. Um, Jimmy says there's going to be little editing this episode, so... Yeah. Yeah. That's a mistake. So I'm going to see if I can play the themes. I I wrote the themes for this podcast. I I don't know if I can play them. If you're ever like, man, I want to learn how to play the themes of this podcast, well, me too. So... (laughs) Ellen, you're ready to go? Yeah, let's go. All right, let's live sing this Tomp intro. Ready? Oh my god. That one movie podcast. Oh, get a little jazzy. Ready? Well, this is a live episode, even though it's not live. Live episode. Listen to it live. We're this is being directly uploaded to iTunes or oh, Spotify yeah. or whatever you listen on. Yeah, this so, is going up on you. on Discord. Discord. Yeah. I don't know what I don't know yeah. what that is. It's a thing. <laughs> People talk about it. Yeah. Must We're be old. it must be important, you know. It's probably like a Fortnite thing. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Fortnite's that's cool. Obviously. Yeah, for, that's I definitely played a lot of Fortnite in my same. Hold on, you ready for some Toms? Oh uh, boy. Do I know this? Jimmy. One? Jimmy, what do I say every time to this? <laughs> well, I don't... <laughs> do, do, do. Oh, no. The Toms. The Toms. Yeah, it's something like that. You know. I don't know. <laughs> hey, I wrote it like... You know, we've been doing this for how long? Five months almost? Oh, close to it. Four months. Yeah, Ish, four close to five. Too long. I think yeah. everybody would agree. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's tired by this point. All right, I got news here. I'm not super prepared for this episode. I kind of took the Holden approach. Oh, wow. So, 
but I think this is good. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I think we're going to have a good time, though. I'm just in a good mood. Ready I'm to in go. a good mood, too. We recorded a few days ago because uh, we were, you know, we weren't late for that one. We were just really early for yeah. the next one, yeah. if you think we about had, it. We had an extra long episode, and because we only recorded a little bit ago, we don't have that much news. Although no. I might have a couple extra news things if Jimmy doesn't have them. So yeah. we'll talk about yeah, it. Yeah, we won't have a random segment. <laughs> I've, I'll have a random segment ready next week. If you're Jimmy wondering, doesn't... if you're wondering why we don't, ha- we haven't had a random segment in so long, it's because it's been Holden's turn <laughs> eternally. <laughs> okay, so, so it we hadn't forever we hadn't, been Holden's fault. <laughs> we hadn't been putting it in because of Game of Thrones, like it because been that, too long. Yeah, that would have made it way too long. And then j- there's only been a few episodes since the finale of Game of Thrones, and I just haven't thought about it. <laughs> I so, always think hey. about it like a few minutes before the podcast, and I'm not good enough at, at improvising. There you go. So, all right, go on. Jimmy. All right, this could almost be a what a well, what a time to be alive here. This first story you've probably heard about this, but there was a a protest group that demanded Netflix to cancel the show Good Omens. Oh yeah, <laughs> which is like I think it's like angels and demons, kind of like uh, yeah, they're they're like f- they're, they're like kind of teaming up maybe. to find the Antichrist, something like that. Anyway, yeah. they're like a small group of Christians. I think it's like twenty thousand people. <laughs> Who knows? They it's from the way it sounds, it's like they it's done... not that small. It's like well, yeah, but like you think you, at if, least someone in there would know what they did wrong. <laughs> but I mean, if you think like. I'm, I don't want to just say, like, there was a like a Christian group because there's, like, a bajillion Christians in the world and 20,000 mm-hmm. out of that. That's, like, that's nothing. Um, but um, <laughs> the, the the part that's interesting is that Netflix doesn't make good omens. Yeah. yeah Amazon makes good <laughs> omens. So they went and they protested to the wrong, pr- pr- like, company. <laughs> They're like, and take response, down good omens, Netflix. And in <laughs> response... Amazon was like Netflix. If you cancel Good Omens, we're gonna cancel Stranger Things. <laughs> <laughs> well, Netflix's response was like, "All right, done. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, all of our all of our involvement with Good Omens is finished, or something <laughs> yeah, like we that. Will, we will cease production on Good Omens. We will have no involvement. <laughs> really, it was really funny. It was. <laughs> it's just funny. Like if they if they cared so much about ending this show, which I like, what? Why? And why? It doesn't seem. I think they were upset from what I've just kind of briefly read. I don't know too much about it. So obviously I'm going to jump to a conclusion. Oh yeah. Um, it's, it's like they were upset that it was taking like the difference between like heaven and hell too lightly and making it super, just kind of glossing over this thing. That's very important dichotomy in their fate. Um, so they were uncomfortable with that and they thought that it shouldn't be depicted like that on television. <laughs> why don't they, why don't they like get mad at supernatural? <laughs> I, like supernatural I feel like does the same thing much, <laughs> it's been around for like ever. i don't know i it just seems like people are looking for something to do oh yeah something to be mad about the good place oh yeah good omens well that's a bad omen if i've heard one you know <laughs> Man. Saying, i'm gonna give this a bombadil <laughs> what are you doing yeah well i'm gonna give it a uh brokaw because it's really funny and <laughs> they obviously d- not one per in that twenty thousand of people <laughs> could figure out that good omens wasn't a netflix production 
Which makes me like 19,990 of them at least had not watched a single episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, that's how we're going to start it off here. Good yeah. job. Hey, you ever this Mark Hamill guy, Luke Skywalker? No. Uh, apparently, he hopes he's done with Star Wars after the rise of Skywalker. <laughs> New hope? <laughs> Get it? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, he probably is. I would think so. Hey, why Mark, you, why I hope, come back I hope you're this? done as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Last Jedi sucked because of you. We don't want you back. <laughs> this is calling you out, Mark Hamill. We don't want you anymore in our Star Wars movies. What do you hashtag what? keep Mark Hamill out of Star Wars? <laughs> <laughs> um, he also hinted that very minor spoilers here that are pretty obvious for the Rise of Skywalker. But um, anyway sounds like mark hamill luke skywalker is going to make a force ghost appearance in the rise of skywalker um which wow. we all kind Couldn't of assumed have that cast was released we didn't think he was gonna <laughs> be like rebirthed or something <laughs> um yeah but like, wow yeah. what a surprise <laughs> um so i just want to get your thoughts overall what do you think of like mark hamill disney the whole situation over the entire sequel trilogy and mark hamill's like involved like he's been pretty outspoken against disney what's your take on that um i don't know i i think if he's been outspoken against disney yet he's been coming back to do these movies i think that goes to show how much he loves these movies well he seems like he doesn't he didn't like the last jedi obviously yeah um he doesn't really seem to like that the last of skywalker i don't know he didn't he didn't didn't like the force awakens either didn't sound like he probably just did it for the fans honestly (laughs) well i think he did too i will i i remember hearing back when the force awakens came out that he really he was under he i think over and over he said that hey look the original trilogy is great don't touch it those stories are done you don't need to go back to those now it's Mm -hmm. his kind of position on it but then, um, and he and he kind of just assumed that Harrison Ford wasn't gonna want anything to do with this, because yeah. Harrison Ford didn't really want anything to do with Return of the Jedi either. But he got more money. I got more money. <laughs> Tell Jabba I got more money in making the Force Awakens. <laughs> I'll come back as a Force ghost. <laughs> That's um, not how the Force works. <laughs> Harrison Ford Star Wars episode done the quest for more money he's like it's kind of like space balls um but so he was kind of under the assumption that hey Carrie Fisher probably won't want to do it but Harrison Ford's not going to do it so it's not going to happen they'll have to make their own movies with their own characters but then Harrison Ford did agree and then Mark was like I don't want to be the person who doesn't you know holds this bag so, so I think, think he was just yes, like, like pressured like fan, into it yeah I think like I don't think it was like anticipatory anticipated peer pressure you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like he's like oh if i don't do this everybody's gonna hate me and then he did it and he didn't really like the movies um and he's been Nor pretty... did the fans well some of the fans yeah no one hates star wars more than star wars fans that's true but no one loves star wars more than star wars fans as well so there you go i'm not a star wars fan and what, what well, percentage <laughs> what percentage of like star wars fans do you think liked the like the sequel trilogy uh i think it's 
I think it's like 50-50. I think it's one of those cases where the negative majority is a lot more outspoken than the positive majority. Or than the negative, positive half. Yeah. The, the negative I would say, I'd say like 50% like it slash really like it or love it or whatever. 25% are like, it's fine. And then 25% are like very vocal. I do not like this at all. Yeah. Um, of like the hardcore Star Wars people. Yeah. But um, I think... I just it's don't just a like movie. I think I don't I feel like it's a little unprofessional of Mark Hamill to be like, "Oh yeah, I don't really like these movies. I kind of quit one of making them. Like, I don't want to be a part of them anymore. I didn't really like this last one. That's really not Luke Skywalker to me." <laughs> I feel like, "Okay. <laughs> like this com- I, this company just paid you a bajillion dollars to do this for them and now you're just kind of just I, trash talking them." I th- I don't know. I if you don't I, like it, it's like just don't say anything positive about the stuff. Just but don't like be like oh, yeah, yeah do the, it's terrible. Do the X Men Dark Phoenix uh, press approach. <laughs> don't say anything is. positive about it. Just well, say very vague things. <laughs> which is you know that's what like George Lucas did. Like you don't did he like any of the new Star Wars sequel movies? He's like, it's well made. <laughs> you know, <laughs> he didn't answer the question. He does. He just dodges the questions. You know, because I think what's happened is that it's kind of just exacerbated this divide within the fans. Because it's like, oh, Mark Hamill doesn't like them. See, they're terrible. I told you, mm-hmm. they're terrible, objectively bad. It's like, okay, that, and it's like proof that these movies are bad or whatever. Yeah, and it like fuels the fire instead of, I don't know. And then you see all the compilations on youtube where it's like oh every time mark every time like ryan johnson makes mark hamill uncomfortable or something like that or and they're like every time game of thrones cast says something bad about season eight you know i don't know yeah (laughs) those kind of compilations i know what you're saying i don't know whatever i i I really don't care (laughs) yeah whatever i'm gonna give this a bergeron because mark same nobody i feel like nobody wants you in any more star wars movies and you don't want to be in them so Hopefully not. Win-win, I guess. Disney, Bob Iger, if you're listening to this, be done with that, huh? <laughs> uh, speaking of Star Wars, Star Wars director J.J. Abrams and his son Henry Abrams are Whoa. writing a Spider-Man comic for Marvel. What do you Dang. think? Um, so I was, I was actually following this, like, because was this the countdown announcement? Yeah. Yeah, I was following this as it was happening. <laughs> I heard it was I ha- I, massively disappointing. Yeah, cool. Because I I follow Marvel on Instagram, and so like one day they just posted uh, number four. It's like okay, <laughs> it's made out of webs, and you're like okay, um, and it just started counting down. I don't. I was. I. I mean, the different theories were like, oh, like Spider Man Four related something. And I didn't think that was going to be it, but I don't know. I figured it, I, I thought it was going to be a, go like a Fantastic Four route or something. I don't know. Regardless, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to read it, probably. Yeah. <laughs> Unless it like ends up being one of the greatest like comic series of all time. Because I, I hey, just well, recently... The cinematography is going to be out of this world. <laughs> yeah, you know it. <laughs> It's going to be a lot of lens flares. You know what I'm yeah. saying? <laughs> there are lens flares on the cover. I was, there's like this post on Facebook mm-hmm. I saw. It was like a sponsored post for, like directed towards me, I know. But like 
um I was reading the comments on it and it was about that. It was like, oh, JJ Abrams involved the new Star Wars pro or, or new Spider-Man project. And like everyone in the comments is like, oh man, he's going to be director of new Spider-Man movie. He's going to add a lot of lens first to new Spider-Man movie. <laughs> and like no one actually looked. I mean, it was a clickbait headline, but no one actually looked at it and they just assumed it was a movie. <laughs> <laughs> All the comments um, were like about that. I'm going to give this another Bergeron. I mean, good for J.J. Abrams' Same. kid, I guess. <laughs> yeah. It's, Unless it's, it's great. Whatever. Like I said. Like you yeah. said. I just, yeah, because I just, well, I can, I'll talk about it more later. Never mind. All right. Uh, Disney Pixar. Holden, we're reviewing one of those movies later in this episode. A little Whoa. teaser for you. They revealed their 2020 movie title and logo. Uh, it's going to be called Soul. S-O-U-L. Not like the country so or not low? like the city it's <laughs> so low <laughs> <laughs> not like the city in uh south korea Seoul, uh it looks it's a picture <laughs> there's some it, blue it sure there's a some logo. yellow have you seen it yeah you're looking it up right now no i already i've seen uh, it it's whatever uh, yeah it's, <laughs> it's, it's i think it's by the same guy who made up so oh. there's that or inside out see i i I I like that. I like the announcement because that means ev- like the Pixar movies next year are original, all of them. Yeah, like they're both. They're. Well, the, I think n- I, neither of them are sequels. I thought I don't know if this was, tr- uh, like a uh, true or just like an actual pattern. But like I read somewhere that like part of the Disney, um, purchase of Pixar was that they have to make, a sequel movie slash prequel movie for, um every two originals they make or something like that so they're like okay. for i don't know if i can't remember if that was accurate or if that was just some what someone was pointing out that is a trend but um hey i like to see more original pixar movies well the, yeah but maybe i don't we'll see oh. <laughs> <When we've reviewed laughs> maybe toy we're story tired 4. of pixar <laughs> maybe toy story 4 is the worst movie ever yeah or maybe the, or a good one or not so good probably find awful. out it's probably bad pixar they just make bad movies they really do i'm gonna give it a broke god because it's original yeah it's good yeah it's probably it's got blue and yellow maybe it's just inside colors. out i like it again inside out again <laughs> in back <laughs> inside kind of souls. out and that's upside down that's what it's <laughs> gonna be called <laughs> uh avengers endgame holding you hear about this movie see it probably no. did it's getting catching up to Avatar. Well, speaking of I only catching saw up it to, like four times in theaters, Jimmy. Speaking of Avatar, Avengers <laughs> Endgame is produced is trying you to did not what? <laughs> it's gonna work out. Don't worry about it. Avengers Endgame is returning to theaters with some new footage, mm-hmm. some post credit scenes, and people are like, You're just trying to break the Avatar record. <laughs> yeah. Which, but this, uh, this will fair, put it over. Yes, I think they are. <laughs> <laughs> I think this will put it over. It should, I would think. Yeah, like they're only like 40, 40 million behind. Ish, only 40 million. That's yeah. pocket change. Yeah, that's whatever. I think I, I think yeah. Bob Iger should just buy a movie theater. And <laughs> <laughs> just keep renting them out. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, that's definitely why they're doing it. Um, I'm gonna see it again. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> do, do you think this is a cheap shot, though? By oh yeah, Disney? yeah. It 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 is. But at the same time, me, Avatar gives, 
It's fine. <laughs> I'd rather have this be Endgame's the best. Better. Endgame. I'd much rather have Endgame be the best selling movie ever. Um, I, yeah, I don't know. I it gives me an excuse to go see it again because then I'll have seen both that and Infinity War in theaters five times. Jeez. So yeah, I'll, I'm gonna go see it again. I don't think I've seen any movie in the theaters five times. Oh, well, uh, I top out at three. I don't think I've seen any movie more than twice beyond those two movies. Oh, there you go. I saw Paul Blart Mall Cop three times. Oh, wow. <laughs> I should have seen that four times. Man. That's a good one. <laughs> it does not hold up if you rewatch no. it. Think anyway, I'm going to give this a, a, a Bergeron, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give it a Brokaw because they're going to have an after credit scene that probably won't matter. Yeah, there you go. That's all the news I have. Holden, you got anything? Uh, I saw... Uh, briefly, before we started, I just hastily looked up movie news because I wanted to contribute. And I saw this. Uh, a new Flash Gordon movie is going to be finally happening uh, with Taika Waititi involved. <laughs> oh, George Lucas. You never got your shot. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. <laughs> yeah, uh... It looks like oh, it's an animated Flash Gordon movie. Uh, he's attached to write and direct it. Mm. I've never seen Flash Gordon. I don't. I haven't either. It's uh, like an old timey yeah. hero. So, yeah. there you I go. mean, it's animated and Taika Waititi's heavily involved, so I'll probably want to see it. I'll give it a Bergeron. I'm gonna give it a Brokaw because I like I'm just, that man. I'm just in the Bergeron mood today. Love this news to... is really gripping me. We haven't had a lot of <laughs> bombshells this week. No, not really. I feel like... Oh, Jimmy! <laughs> I, I th- This was something I, re- I realized we forgot to talk about last time. What's we didn't that? talk about the Doctor Sleep trailer. Did you see oh, that? Oh, yeah, Doctor Sleep trailer. It's definitely a sequel to the movie, surprisingly. Yeah, I thought right? it was going to be a sequel to the book. And that's like, nope, the first no, movie, because half it... the trailer is the first movie. <laughs> it just has a lot of shots it's... from... It's Obi-Wan looking through the door. Supposedly all of its new footage, though, aside from... The blood elevator. The blood elevator. Yeah, that's what I heard. Um, Yeah, but I think it looks pretty good. I do, too. Like, I'm I'm kind of excited. I was was excited already because it's a sequel to The Shining, and it's got my boy Ewan McGregor in it, Obi-Wan. But now the trailer actually looks pretty decent. It's Ewan McGregor, man. Yeah, he's it's all you got, need. He makes the room tilt and he falls. Yep, and he's got the shining. Yeah, he's like, which is the he power. looks he looks in the hole made by the axe in the first movie. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so naturally, you want to see this movie. Yeah, there it's we go. Have a lot of a lot of nostalgia callbacks. So there you go. Yeah, there you go. You got anything else to add? Nope, I think that's it. All right, should we move on to Toy Story? Four. Toy Story 4. C. <laughs> four. Bingo? <laughs> I said C as in yes, Jimmy. Oh, okay. I don't know the Toy Story theme. <laughs> you got, you a, got friend a friend in me. me. You got, you a, got friend a friend in me. me. When Randy when Randy Newman's you got like a friend when, in me. 
when that Randy Newman song started playing in the theater, I was with one of my friends, and I just turned to him and I was like, "You got a friend in me," <laughs> like the way Randy Newman sings. You, you got a friend in me. All right, Alden, we have not talked about this at all to each other, so you may. I love hate you, it. Randy I may Newman. With a, a fiery passion, we don't know. This is our non-spoiler review. Uh, stick around; we will get into spoilers later, but not here. So you're safe. Holden, initial thoughts: Toy Story Four, Revenge of the Toys. <laughs> um, I, and uh, it was good. <laughs> I, I thought. I, I thought, I thought was, and that's this good. episode of that one movie podcast. <laughs> Email us at tompodcast at gmail dot com. Okay, just kidding. Uh, uh, no, I only thought it was good. I really like this movie. Okay. Uh, to be fair, I don't remember Toy Story 3 at all. I saw it when it came out in theaters, and I have no recollection of it. A uh, little bit of Toy Story 2 and Toy Story 1, but I, mm-hmm. I haven't seen those movies in a solid 8 to 10 years plus. So I think I, I can't, remember the I, like, first one comp- the best. I can't compare them to the other ones, mm-hmm. this to the other ones, but I did quite like this movie. I thought it was very entertaining, very enjoyable. Um, I I thought it was a, a good conclusion, maybe, to the Toy Story saga. Mm-hmm. I I liked it, and I don't know. I my my issue with this movie is I I can't really think think of many things like wrong with it or the things that I don't necessarily like. But it just kind of like came together into this movie that I it didn't really i guess res- like s- no, i i feel me... you i feel that cuz that's the for me that was the way finding dory was it was oh, like yeah. i don't really have a problem with this movie but like mm-hmm. it just it's not like mind blowingly amazing yeah. like like the original movies I, are i think toy story 4 i think it's it it, it blew my expectations out of the water um it, I guess pre-reviews after I saw the reviews I knew it was supposed to be good but um yeah cuz I mean I I don't think it was in my top 10 anticipated it wasn't movies in list mine, no. Yeah cuz I mean I it was like why do we need Toy Story 4? It seems yep. unnecessary. That's what I was thinking. Um none of the trailers really piqued my interest at all. Mm-hmm. We had that like Super Bowl spot that I did not think was entertaining or funny mm-hmm. or anything. Um I believe it was a Super Bowl spot. Yeah, um, I think you're right. But uh, well, let's get into the strengths of this movie. Holden, what were okay. what were some of the things that really stood out to you uh, that were pros that made you uh, like this movie? Man, Jimmy, I gotta say, animation real good. Yeah, in this movie, it's it, phenomenal. Who would have known? Pixar is pretty good at animating. <laughs> Believe <laughs> it or not, the pioneers of 3D animation <laughs> who have managed to be a Goliath in the it. industry since are still. You know decent they're pretty good at it this movie oh, is beautiful it's so good i that, i mean that's by and far my favorite part of this movie uh it's it's just beautiful in every aspect uh, every the, single every single thing in this movie looks amazing <laughs> and um i think my uh what go ahead oh uh i i think okay the the beginning of the movie the rain without spoiling when, when they're yeah, okay when they're in the rain the first like the first scene of the movie mm-hmm. 
and it's like the flashback or whatever that the rain in that scene looked so it looked real it was yeah incredible so, yeah for me the the animation is gorgeous like holden said um mm-hmm. it's kind of like i think the what <laughs> what the little thing that gets it for me kind of like the lego movie does the same thing it's like how the how light reflects off certain and different types of surface uh, mm. surfaces so like in the lego movie a lot of things are like plastic and you get the, those nice refractions of light sure. a lot of the same way here um with the toys but then you also have like ceramic toys and certain other textures and surfaces and the way the light interacts with that and also the color of this movie beautiful mm-hmm. it's just very great looking movie uh you kind of alluded to the initial scene I thought the opening scene was fantastic. I yeah. bought into the movie right away. It was thrilling. It had heart and everything. To it was like <laughs> toys. It was a not. Uh, it was Pixar at its finest. I thought. Yeah, it was. It was a good scene. It was a sweet scene. Um, which um, brings me into another point. I thought the music in this movie was also exceptional, particularly really? I, in the beginning. I don't remember anything. About oh, that's the music. too bad. Um, <laughs> Because it, it is excellent. Okay. Um, there's a love theme that's brilliant. Um, the fir- the opening scene is... The music is, like, from the get-go, I noticed it. And it made it exhilarating. Like I said, it alluded to that heart of Pixar. Um, I just totally bought in when I heard that. And it, it, it was solid throughout. I definitely think, Holden, you should take a look at the soundtrack after I'll we record. I'll probably watch it again. Oh, and then wow. I'll I'll keep a closer, closer ear out for that. There you um, go. So yeah, so th- three big things for me right away uh, that stood out was the opening scene, animation style, and mm-hmm. music, and then of course the voice cast, exceptional. Yeah, Tom Hanks, so good. Tim Allen, all that good yeah. stuff. Tim oh. Tim Allen is actually good in this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hot take. Um, Tom Hanks, yeah, good. Pretty like they have such an all-star voice cast and it's weird because like a lot of the a lot of the characters in this movie who don't necessarily get as much screen time, like even they have like A-plus actors voicing them. Mhm. It's it's so good. I like it. The voice talent is amazing. And Tom Hanks, what a what a gem. If that's we, a hot take if the if the toms <laughs> ended with the h names tom hanks would be the tom broca oh yeah really for sure maybe we should just put him in a tom hanks that's the <laughs> tom ultra hanks tom is broca. exceptional he's 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 a step above broca yes there we go we're establishing that right now tom hanks we'll forget rating. about it by next episode maybe <laughs> <laughs> um I, I want to talk about things that surprised us when we went to see this movie without spoiling anything. Once again, we'll get into it in spoilers. But one of the things you kind of alluded to it when you said it, when you talked about the voice cast, but there are a lot of characters who get sidelined in this movie. Mm-hmm. And there are some major characters who get That's sidelined my problems with the movie. in this movie um, uh, for the sake of newer characters. Holden, mm-hmm. want to talk about it? Um, I understand the purpose doing that for the most part but it kind of detracted from the movie for me for a little bit because i like yeah once again we won't spoil necessarily who's in it a lot who isn't but like some of the characters who weren't in it a lot i was like ah shucks i like them i like seeing them do things and when i didn't see them do things 
was just kind of sad. I think it. This is a a fair point to say here. This is Woody's story, and this yeah, is Bo. For sure. Um, Bo beeps. Bo peep. Bo beep. Bo peep. Bo peep. <laughs> Not Bo beep. <laughs> Bo peep. Sorry, it's those two, and then a few other bigger side characters, and then everybody else. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll get we'll get into that in spoilers. The uh, new side characters are pretty good. They are pretty good. But are they better than the other side characters? We'll talk about that. Um, anything else you want to add before we get into our ratings? Hold it. Um, hmm. I think. Well, we could, we we could talk briefly about the side characters. A lot of them are in the trailers and stuff. Yeah. So I mean, your biggest side character is Forky. Yeah. Who's kind of like this put together. Um toy that uh the new andy if you will the new toy bonnie bonnie uh is the kid of the toys from toy story Mm -hmm. she puts them together um and um basically forky becomes her favorite toy Mm -hmm. so and then forky kind of has uh has to figure out what it means to be a toy and uh kind of come to terms with that so i think yeah without getting into spork yeah without going (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Without going into anything, I don't want to talk about his character arc or and spoil that for people who don't want to know anything. So there you go. Yeah, trash. Um, did you like Forky? S- he's all right. <laughs> he's probably my least favorite out of the new side characters. Yeah, I don't know. Um, a couple of the other new side characters you have. Um, Gabby, Gabby, is that it? Correct. Yeah, Gabby, Gabby. She the, is the a doll. Doll in an antique store. Um, she is after something and she wants to get it. Uh, that's all I'm going to say about that. What did you think of Gabby? Gabby? She was good. Yeah, she's an interesting, her. interesting character. I thought. Yeah. Um, and then the other major one, unless I'm forgetting some, is oh, I'm forgetting one. There's the tiny police lady. What's? Oh her? yeah, yeah. Forget I can't her remember name. what her name is. She was all right. She was all right. I didn't mind her. <laughs> and then the you had like the two plush bunny. Mm. bunnies yeah well one was a bunny one was a duck oh yeah one was a bunny one was a duck and they're attached by key to and peel oh they're key and peel i didn't realize that yeah and yeah. they're kind of comic relief i they were pretty good they're i pretty, thought they were pretty funny <laughs> i thought they were pretty funny i also didn't think they were necessary no they were not <laughs> they, they they brought absolutely nothing to the plot <laughs> oh and i'm i'm forgetting but, one more uh which oh, is yeah. a uh keanu reeves um duke <laughs> kaboom canadian he's pretty <laughs> <stunt> good <laughs> devil <laughs> duke kaboom um, duke kaboom's pretty funny he's pretty funny as well <laughs> and it, especially if you're aware of it as keanu reeves yeah but um yeah i don't want to i don't want to spoil anything in this movie uh, i think we've talked about enough mm-hmm. so i think the side characters pretty good but again um if this is the conclusion to the toy story series it's kind of weird to not include some of the characters they didn't include very much into the plot mm-hmm. you know makes it seem less of a conclusion i don't know hold yeah. on what's your overall rating for this movie you go first oh i go first you're just gonna copy me no just i'm kidding. not i like this movie quite a bit i'm gonna give it a nine out of ten wow I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10. Wow. I um, Yeah. This movie, okay. 
it's almost definitely better than Finding Dory, but it like you mentioned it earlier, and that's what I that's what I was thinking is like this had a very Finding Dory effect on me, where it was like it wasn't necessary, but I enjoyed it. It just like in the ending, which we'll talk about in spoilers, was emotional and whatever, and it was good, but I, I don't know, it it just did not resonate with me. Did like, you cry? I feel, no i cried <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> there you have it i cried so if you're a movie cry you're gonna cry yeah sure unless you don't have a soul like holden sutter that's me that's him okay that's holden's theme because <laughs> <laughs> i'm always the downer <laughs> yeah all right let's get into spoilers holden i'm the i'm the siskel of the siskel and ebert here you're yeah, Ebert. Yeah, I'm Ebert. Yeah, that's right. I'm freaking Roger Ebert. That's yeah. We're saying we're Gene Siskel and Robert Ebert. That's what we're saying. We're on that level. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah. Spoiler time. Spoiler time. What do you want to talk about first? Holding characters. Uh, uh. Well, uh, this was a point I meant to bring up earlier, but I just want to bring it up before I forget. The pacing in this movie is really good. I didn't notice it, so it must have been yeah. good. I it, never thought well, it dragged, that's for sure. No, so yeah. This movie this movie ended earlier than I thought it was going to, which never happens in a movie for me. And it, like it got to the ending and I was like, Wow, it's the end already? And I wasn't like upset with it. I was just like, Oh, well it didn't it didn't really have any slump parts. One of the things that surprised me is that vast majority of this film takes place in basically one location. Mm-hmm which I thought was really surprising. I thought it was going to be like all over the place, jumping all around. Well, because most Toy Story films are like that. Toy Story 3 was largely in one place for the majority of it, but yeah, Yeah. most of them do jump around a lot. But um, that surprised me, and um, what did you think of the ventriloquist uh, dolls (laughs) as like the henchmen? They were pretty creepy. Yeah. I I mean, I've I've always had a fear of ventriloquist dolls, but... Do you think that's yeah, too then. scary for kids, man? No. I feel like some kids are getting nightmares from Toy Story 4. I mean, in the same vein of getting nightmares from Toy Story 1. Oh, that's true, I guess. I don't know. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I liked them. I thought they were fun, like, little henchmen guys. Yeah. Um, which of the character arcs was your favorite? Uh, Woody. Woody. I think so as well. I liked Woody's... Uh, I think Woody's just so re- relatable in this movie a little bit. I feel like besides Woody and Bo Peep, there's not really a lot of character arcs for anyone. Well, I like, think you, I guess well, Forky. Well, and you but, get, well, you Forky, yes. And then um, Gabby Gabby has a pretty significant one as well. When she's chasing after this thing and she thinks it's all she needs and really she's been yeah, chasing okay. the wrong thing I the guess entire that, time. I guess that's true. That was when I cried is when she got her her new kid. Really? Oh, okay. I, I liked Gabby Gabby a lot. It was the music, man. It was the music. Oh. It got Once to again, me. Once again, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> um, I liked Gabby Gabby a lot, and it was, it, it was, a lot of it was, I think just the way, like the acting, the voice acting for her. Because, like, she she was the antagonist of the story but she never really seemed villainous no and well even when she gets finally gets 
she basically gets Woody to just hand over his voice box too. Mm-hmm. She like convinces him to do it with a very good argument. She manipulates him into doing it. Yeah. But like not in an evil sense. She no. she literally has great intentions. She wants to be uh, like what she wants to be like Woody. She wants to be this noble toy that's going to be there for another child. It's not like yeah. she's she's doing it selfishly. Yes, but like for a good cause. It's this very weird sort of interesting uh ambiguous morality that she exists in that i think is really effective and also just like her her portrayal like the way that she talks she like never really has like a negative inflection on anything she like the voice actor really like she delivers the written lines like they're obviously meant to set her up to be the antagonist and everything but they're never once like told in a villainous way no I mean, you get yeah. the point that she's like a villain, mm-hmm. but she's she's very good. She's a very good yeah. antagonist, I would say. Yeah, um, she's not Lotso Huggin Bear who turns evil for kind of no reason. <laughs> again, I don't remember Toy Story three. Yeah. <laughs> um, one of, one of the little things I appreciated about this movie was the dad <laughs> and his struggle because yeah. he's like he's trying to dad. He's like, oh, we're gonna have this perfect road trip. It's all gonna go so well, and then it and just then everything all just falls goes apart. Wrong. And I'm like, I feel like that's probably relatable to every dad who's ever existed <laughs> of just trying. He was to a do good s- character. I forgot about him. He was funny. And the, like the flat tire, and he's like, "Oh my gosh, the flat tire!" And the mom's like, "Okay, daddy's gonna use some words." <laughs> okay, I okay. If um the pl- lady who voice acted for the mom is not the same voice actor of Pearl from the SpongeBob Holden, I'm gonna be highly surprised. I'm gonna look it up right now. Wait, who? Uh, the same voice of the mom in this movie. It you think has it's the same? It has to be the same as the voice of Pearl from SpongeBob. It's got to be. I think so. I don't know what her name is. That's a problem. I don't either. <laughs> I'm going to look at Lori Allen. Lori Allen is the voice of Pearl? Yeah. Um, How do you let me... spell it? Oh, yeah. She is. She is? Yeah. You're the, right. In Toy Story 4? Yeah. Thank you. I'm so proud of myself. <laughs> I was going to put a wager on it, but I was afraid I was going to get it wrong. Or I was afraid that you were going to be like, oh, you already looked it up. Did you know there's a new SpongeBob movie coming out next year? There is. Um, is that is that a Christmas-related one? Uh, yeah, it's a wonderful sponge is what it's called. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> so I would say so. Um, we'll see. <laughs> we'll review oh. it if we're still going. What's up? Wait. Uh Okay, <laughs> this is a total tangent from the movie, but this is oh, like great. interesting. So I just like briefly looked at the synopsis for the third Star Wars movie, and it looks like it's a pilot for the Camp Coral TV show. The third SpongeBob movie? Yeah. Is a pilot for the Camp Coral TV show. So it's set, well, it looks like it's supposed to be like set up for it because it says set before the events of the television series. Oh SpongeBob my. goes on a trip to Camp Coral and meets some new friends. However, when his pet snail Gary gets kidnapped by Poseidon and taken to the lost city of so Atlantis. So SpongeBob is going to be 10 years old in this or I, younger? T- 
he and his new best friend Patrick must go on oh a rescue mission to save gosh. him from the de- dastardly plan of Poseidon before it's too Bombadil. late. Bombadil. <laughs> <laughs> Same. Tom Bombadil. That sounds terrible. Rest in peace, Steven Hillenburg. They're just <laughs> destroying everything you built. right now. They destroyed okay. everything you built. <laughs> Back to Toy Story 3. Back to Toy Story 4. <laughs> 4. <laughs> uh... I can't. Um, <laughs> what did you think of the the uh, the bunny and the duck moments that stood up? Or what? I guess who was your favorite side character? Did I ask you that? Uh, you didn't. Um, okay. I think favorite I, least favorite. I don't really have a least favorite. Um. Yeah, I don't. I didn't dislike any of the side characters. I mean. All the previously established ones are good, and all the ones in, that were introduced, I think, were good. My favorite might be Duke Kaboom. Duke, I mean, the cat. If it wasn't Keanu Reeves, would you still like Duke Kaboom as much? Probably not. I would like, agree. W- when I, whenever Duke Kaboom like delivers a line, I just imagine Keanu Reeves <laughs> in the sound too. booth, like, like going all out, like I'm Duke Kaboom. Brother <laughs> Sean. <laughs> Whatever his kid's name was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I loved how he's just like French Canadian, too. <laughs> yeah. It was the greatest boxing day ever. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I thought they, the side characters had were all solid, like you said. Mm-hmm. Um, I, the one thing I just, I wish some of the other characters would have been more involved in this movie, like Jesse is yeah. completely sidelined. Yeah, Jesse's she has like nothing to do in this movie. Mm-mm. Buzz Jesse, is kind of in it. He's more not prominent really. than others, but he's not. Bo Peep has a lot more than uh, than Buzz Lightyear. So that's probably one of my bigger gripes with the movie is Buzz Lightyear's involvement, especially since this movie is like a send off movie for Woody. Like like Woody and Buzz's relationship is like a big part of this series. I'm like, I mean, that's how the series started and that's how it pretty much had been going until this point is like as the focus. And I understand if you want to shift the focus, that's fine, but like get more moments of them together. Cause otherwise like you go the whole movie and they don't interact or have a lot of like, you know, bro time, I guess. Well, that's together. the thing I say, I would say I did like about this movie is that there's really not conflict between woody and buzz no i'm fine at all like and they are buddies in this and they have some good buddy moments but i think that's i guess the way i want to describe this movie is that it feels more like a spin-off than a sequel would Mm -hmm. you agree with that yeah it doesn't it doesn't really feel like a conclusion to the toy story franchise until the end i think you described it very well as it being a woody send-off because this movie is woody's movie definitely Mm. um so it should have been like called just Woody or something, you know? Yeah, and I don't know. I I'm probably wrong in this. I'm sure that you thought the opposite, but the ending where he leaves the toys seemed abrupt to me. You thought so? Yeah. Well, I thought it was. I thought it was. A, once again, Pixar showing their uh, story arcs brilliant or their character arcs brilliantly. I mean, at the beginning of the movie, the opening scene is literally him doing making the opposite decision and then you see him mm-hmm. change by the end of the movie um 
Yeah, I, I once again, Buzz, great Buzz Lightyear moment when Buzz is like, "Look, Woody, you gotta go, man. Like, mm. Bonnie is not. Bonnie doesn't like. She, you, you're not her favorite toy. Like, she's not gonna miss you. Bonnie's not interested. <laughs> Bonnie, Bonnie's over you, man. <laughs> <laughs> gotta move on. Je- let Jesse be the sheriff and just uh, go have a good time with Bo Peep. And he's looking out for the best for uh, Woody there. And Woody's just so loyal to everyone and to his mm-hmm. kid that it took that for him to realize it, um, which I thought was fitting. I don't really see them making another one, do you? No. Woody's such a big draw of this series that, like... Well, I think they'd somehow have to tie Woody back into it. Yeah, you'd have to. I mean, I think they could, but should I don't they? want them to. No, I think... I didn't really want this one, no. like you said. <laughs> but uh, it's it's a very well done movie. I have to give them that. Yeah, I, I, you know, I believe them now that they when they said that they had like an actual story to tell for this movie instead of just like cashing in on it. Mm-hmm. It didn't feel I, like a cash grab. I'm gonna. No. St- I don't think so. I felt like they, like you said, they had a story they wanted to tell. And they weren't going to tell it if they didn't have... They weren't going to just make another Toy Story for the sake of making another Toy Story. It's probably... It was a better sequel than Incredibles 2 was. I was trying to think about that in my head. I think it is. I think overall, yes. I don't like Incredibles 2 as much the more I see it and think about it. I would... Like, I think it's good, but I... I am not as hot on it as the first time I saw it. The thing for me about Incredibles 2 is that it's... I love the first two-thirds, and the last third of it are, like, I think are very mediocre. Mm-hmm. And I think it's very it's way subpar for Pixar. And so it's, it kind of leaves you with, like, a dissatisfied feeling when you leave the theater. Yeah. Uh, unlike this movie, which I think is solid throughout. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah. This I, is... Pr- it's overall a better movie than Incredibles 2, so I would agree that it's probably a better sequel as well. It's probably this one's probably my favorite Pixar movie that's come out in a while. I would I liked it better than Inside Out personally, which I thought I was trying to think about the Which I'm not I don't I think it's fine. Like I think it has a good message inside out and everything. Maybe we'll have to do a Pixar episode sometime in the future. Mhm. But um it's yeah it's probably the best since maybe up Whoa. yeah i i I can't really think of anything in between this and that that would was toy story 3 after up or before up oh yeah maybe toy story 3 was which i need to rewatch i think i like toy story 3 more than this one that's what i've been hearing pixar movies release dates all right let's see what we got here um so Toy Story 3 was 2010 I know that just off the top of my head Up was 2009 oh, okay Yeah so So, so, prob- so best so one had, since Toy Story 3 for me Yeah I would agree with that I think Yeah I liked it better than Finding Dory Never saw the good mm-hmm. dinosaur It's not very good <laughs> the not very good dinosaur. <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> it looks better than Onward. Sorry, Onward doesn't look very good. Maybe Onward will be great. Maybe the trailers before this movie were garbage. Yeah. Well, that's so because this, mo- this movie is rated G. 
Oh my gosh. It's There's not even rated trash. G. There's some trash. I can't believe this movie's rated G with the ventriloquists. That's yeah, incredible to me. It's it's a hard G. There are like some <laughs> That's it's a, it's a hard G. <laughs> it is though. No like, movie is rated G anymore. No. Those ventriloquists are pretty creepy for a kid, man. Mm-hmm. Um, anything else you want to add before we uh, move on to a little bit of Black Mirror? Not really. All right. There you have it. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Fine, Alden. Just leave I'm me done. right there. <laughs> no more Pixar movies ever. Shut them down. <laughs> um, well, uh, Disney made another bajillion dollars off Toy Story 4. Thanks for listening to our spoiler review. Um, of course, I liked it more than Holden because uh, Disney's paying me the bulk of the money. So, and also hey. I'm just a downer. So, yeah, Debbie Downer. That's yeah, what they call him. All For right, sure. Black Mirror time. Black Mirror time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, next, that's <laughs> one. I'm gonna keep that for the next time we review Black Mirror. So this is gonna be the episode striking vipers. I believe yeah. it's called. So uh, the first three episode. Three episodes in season five of Black mm-hmm. Mirror. We're going to review this one because it's the only one I've seen. Yeah. Uh, well, we guess we could review Bandersnatch while we're at it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we, we could. All right. I'm going to mark this. We're going to talk Striking Vipers now. Uh, it's going to be spoilers because, <laughs> hey, man, it's on Netflix. Go watch it and then come back and listen to us. Yeah. Unless you don't care, hard. then you can just listen to us. Yeah. Holden, thoughts on Striking Vipers? Uh, so Black Mirror season five in general, all three episodes are very mixed depending on who you talk to. Uh, initially the third one, which you haven't seen yet was seen as the worst one, but I've seen a lot of people say this one's the worst one. Uh, really? Surprising. Yeah. Since initial reviews came out. I Um, hope it's the worst one. Um, but I liked this one quite a bit and I don't, I, for a while I was thinking it might be my favorite of the season. I'm not really sure, but it's I my think it's favorite a so far. Good, well, uh, yeah, good <laughs> job. I, yeah. I think it's a, I think it's a solid episode and I think it's really interesting. The concept is pretty interesting and I, I did not know where it was going. <laughs> no, I didn't either. It, it was, it takes a it left was, turn. Yeah. Well, I, I thought, wait, is it going to go here? And then, Oh yeah, it goes there. Yeah. <laughs> it very abruptly. <laughs> <laughs> it, uh, it is there for the yeah. rest of the episode and it is very uncomfortable in oh, the yeah. best black mirror way um i think the best black mirror episodes make you uncomfortable i think that's what the show is about so which is uh, i'm glad i watched this episode alone <laughs> Let's just oh yeah way. for sure <laughs> i'm so glad kinda... i did not watch this episode with another person so there you go if you're listening to this spoiler review which you're not supposed to be if you haven't seen it but if you haven't seen it watch alone (laughs) (laughs) um the so uh, one of the big complaints about the season is that none of the episodes really feel like pull off the black mirror like pure either dread or just I, i don't know i don't know how to describe the feeling like a lot of black mirror episodes give you um but this is probably the closest uh, just in terms of how uncomfortable it makes you feel, because there's a lot of Black ep- uh, Mirror episodes that can make you feel uncomfortable. And this one definitely does that, because two guys have sex with each other in a video game. 
Yeah, and one of them two, be- two a, good friends. Yeah, they're like best friends. Yeah, one of them's like this, still like this kind of player, um, mm. just uh, this bachelor guy who's staying fit, has a sweet apartment, dates these hot ladies and stuff, and he's like living the high life, but he doesn't find satisfaction out of it, and he kind of it's just it starts with his. Uh, well, it actually starts with like a flashback, and they're playing this game, and then like mm-hmm. goes what like nine years or something into the future, eleven years, yeah, it's like something nine years a long dis a long time in the future, and um, it's their birthday party. They go with the other friend. The other friend has settled down. He's married. He has a kid. Um, you know, they're like in their around forty during yeah, this time. They're middle aged, forty five ish, maybe. Um, He's got like a bad knee. He's he's dadding it up basically. He really is. <laughs> Falcon from Avengers. Fa- Captain America's dadding it up. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I was thinking through this whole time. I'm like, that's Captain America now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and like I said, he's dadding it up, and his friend comes over. Turns out there's a new version of the video game they played. They were addicted to. Like it's like kind of like a Mortal Kombat. Sort mm-hmm. of. Is that a fair? Oh, it's it's very Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Um, speaking as someone who's never played Mortal Kombat, but uh, you know, Injustice, that sort of gaming thing, just a two D ar- fighting, yeah, two D fighting game. People on one side of that, and they kick each other, you know, whatever. But the new version, it's like VR on steroids. You connect this little dot to this kind of like your temple, and then you're like transported into another world. Your body's yeah. just there, like motionless. It's basically you just your just mind's twitch. in the game. Yeah, it's just all taking place in your conscious, and they start fighting each other, and then they just start making out. <laughs> <laughs> and before long, One they're of having them, sex in the game. Yeah, and uh, which brings up the question: Why did the programmers program sex <laughs> genitalia onto the characters? Well, I like the interesting to me was um, <laughs> like how that like that there was a whole subsection of the that community who like did it yeah like, we're doing no, this like, like they allude to that later and of, which i, I mean, think would course. totally happen in real life yeah too. <laughs> if if you were it's able to go into this game and have thing. sex with other people that's what would happen <laughs> <laughs> um but anyway it's like uh the bachelor guy is a like he plays as a girl character Mm-hmm. And the dad plays us this like ripped younger guy, and they start, you know, having doing physical activities with one another. And obviously, this guy's married. He's not sure how to feel about it. Um, I think they it feels great physically for them. Is yeah, and, and they kind of get addicted to it. How it affects their lives. You've seen the episode if you're listening to this, pretty much. So you know how it goes. Um, I just thought it was very interesting in terms mm-hmm. of like how like people get addicted to things and how it affects their lives in subtle ways. Um, it, how it kind of undermines their relationship. Yeah, and in that way, it was very similar to the first season episode. The uh, I can't remember what it's called. But it's the one with the marriage where they have, like, the memory implants. Yeah, the the entire history of you. Yeah. Don't spoil that for people who haven't seen it. Because it's one of the best Black Mirror episodes. But yeah, I'm not check spoiling it, out. it. Just saying. It, is a it, it, explo- it explores some similar things to that episode. Yeah, a little bit. That one's, yeah, somewhat. In terms of, like, relationships, I guess. But, um, yeah, I... I don't really I, I don't know what to say about this episode 
Like, I really? think it, it kind of speaks for itself. It does. You're either gonna, I think it it is probably an episode you're either gonna love or you're gonna hate, and it's probably due to the content in the episode. I I think people don't like it because it makes them feel very uncomfortable. Yeah, I think that's that's about. And right. they probably watched it with people, and the other people were like, "This is really awkward to watch." Mm-hmm. So therefore, we don't like it, and it's not good. I think it is very well done. The uh, it's definitely not for everyone. The end of the episode where they like. They're in the rain and they kiss. <laughs> that scene in the real world. Oh yeah, which is that was interesting. Yeah, I mean, I was like, okay. <laughs> but I mean, I thought that was a good wake up call, though. Yeah, it was. Like they 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 knew that they were just they kind of figured out they were just kind of addicted to what was happening in the game. It was a real yeah. It was like I thought I thought I just thought it was very interesting. I think that's I think that was like I for me it's one of my one of the better episodes of the entire series mm-hmm. in my opinion um just because it it takes a an idea of a technology that very well could exist and it's like okay well what would people do with it and what are the consequences of that and I think it explores those in a very interesting way for sure and it does it very well I think it's very accurate to what would happen and yet also surprising and interesting in a lot of ways I thought the ending was a, per- a interesting direction to take it in what do you think it of was the very ending it, it was not it the was way interesting. I thought it was gonna go no <laughs> I mean it's kind of good I guess if anything mm, I, two out of the three episodes of this season kind of have a happy ending I yeah, think. this was like a half beer. I thought it was just everything was going to fall apart. Yeah. Didn't happen. So I was glad. I'm glad for Captain America. Mm-hmm. But Good I thought it was, I was like, well, the whole solution to this problem is just to put the guy and his wife and put Cap and his wife in there and just, <laughs> there you go. You know, I thought that was yeah. the solution to the problem. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know what you're saying. But then uh, they kind of resorted to like, well, you can do this once a year whatever it was i didn't know if it was there in it i don't i couldn't tell if it was once a I think year it was i think it was once a year that's kind of how i interpreted it but they're like all right you can do this once a year you can bang your friend virtually i'm gonna go <laughs> bang a real guy <laughs> from a bar some young guy yeah see you later i thought that was an interesting <laughs> direction to take it in the end that i didn't see but um hey good for them though if it works yeah i guess i don't know how many relationships <laughs> that would work yeah, I don't know. I um, guess it depends on what your values are. But uh, I thought this was a very good episode. I'll oh, give yeah. it a 9 out of 10. I'll give it that too. There you go. It's all you Black Mirror Season 5 haters. I hope this is the worst episode because then the other ones are very good. It, I think season, Episode 2 might have been my least favorite, and that's a lot of people's favorites. So really <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll be the judge of that. Um, let's talk some Bandersnatch, huh? <laughs> Why oh, not? yeah, that's right. We're doing that, too. <laughs> We're only an hour into this thing. We got time. We uh, said it was going to be a short episode, but it's not really. <laughs> yep. So now here we go. Black Mirror, Bandersnatch, the choose-your-own-adventure. Once again, spoiler reviews. Go play it. I mean, I guess we might not be spoiling it for you, depending on what you choose. Oh. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> oh better pick your cereals carefully. <laughs> Olden, what That's you the think? most important decision. It is. Um, it actually impacts the outcome. No, it doesn't. I actually. really like Bandersnatch. 
I really liked the concept of Bandersnatch in the the first half of Bandersnatch, and then I think it kind of falls apart a little bit. But it, I do think it's very interesting, and I really like the concept. And I thought the where they were going with this concept was as good of a direction to go with this format. Oh yeah, I think that it works because it this was so meta. Yeah, it would. If it, it wasn't meta, then I would be like, ah, it's just like a novelty. But like the when, fact that it was meta and that your decisions are actually directly tied to the story in terms of like, he doesn't feel like he's like he feels like he feels you making the decisions rather than mm-hmm. oh, I'm making the decision. Blah, blah, blah. I thought that was perfect Black Mirror sci-fi, you know, at its finest. I was kind of worried when they said they were going to make a choose your own adventure movie. That seems like a weird decision, but it worked with what they were wanting to do. So, um, with that said, I think if I would have gotten one of the more bizarre endings, I would have liked it more than one. Oh. Cause the ending I got was the one where I don't know how much you've looked into this, but I got the one where he kind of dies in his sleep. He, like while he's in the therapy office, he like goes with his mom on the train in the flashback, and then he just dies while he's in therapy, and that's how it ends. That's the one you got. That's, that's the like one the I only got. one I did not get, and all the other endings are a lot better. <laughs> yeah, it depends. I uh, I played through. I got almost every ending, and actually, I didn't know that was an ending, so that might have been the only one I didn't get. But my favorite my favorite one was the netflix ending yeah that's the one if i would have gotten that i think i would have loved it and when things just start going bananas yeah i yeah that's that's kind of what i was hoping that was or, so like, funny i would have liked that more um but like i love the how you kind of get inside this character's head in his descent into madness yeah um i, I was bad hope- for him i was hoping it was gonna go down this weird sort of like psychopathic rabbit hole of he goes you know because the guy who made the other choose your own adventure in the story goes crazy and sees this Mm -hmm. one demon monster thing i was hoping that was going to play more role and he was just going to turn into the psychopath and i mean he kind of does in some of the endings but like i was hoping for more like hallucinogenic kind of more horror-esque things i was hoping he was kind of going to go down a scarier route oh but I think if it would have gone down the just weird, if I had made the choices that it went down just the wacky Netflix fighting action <laughs> thing in the out of nowhere, I would have really dug that as well. Yeah, that, that was the first one I got, and I was just like, "Holy shit, <laughs> what <laughs> it is was happening?" So funny. Um, but once again, if this the the thing that made me buy into this was that was so meta and he's like mm. i i feel like someone is making my decisions for me and as soon as that happened i was into it completely i bought in i really enjoyed it i i did All the it performances with my, are good i play yeah. my sister and i watched this together we also played until dawn together oh which yeah. is fun um if you're into choose your own adventure stuff i highly recommend until dawn on the playstation 4 the uh performances by everyone were very good in it too like the main kid he yeah was in he's good dunkirk oh yeah that's right he's the main he's like the main character in dunkirk that's right i thought he looked familiar and then you have uh the other kid who's Will in Poulter. yeah what's he is he in the revenant yes 
Yeah. He's also in the Maze Runner. <laughs> and the Maze Runner, which I have not seen. But I read the first book and don't remember it. There you go. That's why you listen to this podcast for insider information <laughs> deep, like that. Deep insights like that. Deep insights. Um, okay, here's a question. Which is which did you like better, Striking Vipers or Bandersnatch? Um, probably Bandersnatch. And I'm going to go with Striking Vipers. Uh, yeah, they're close. I just think, I, I think for me, Bandersnatch, like, I think all the endings, I think it, you know, some of the endings were better than others, mm-hmm. which is the problem because like you want to get the best ending and how do you make all the endings great in a choose your own adventure and equally satisfying? Yeah. I tried, but. Well, I see I, that doesn't bother me that much since it gives you a very easy way to go back and get different endings. Since like once you beat it, it's like oh go back to this decision and you can do but it. But I feel like that's cheat. It's not the same. It's not the same. <laughs> that's how moment. I got like all the endings. It's not Jimmy. the same. You only have one first time viewing. Yeah. Well, I got the Netflix ending, so it was a good first first ending. We all know the best episode of Black Mirror is Ex Machina. Okay. Shut up. <laughs> it is. It's the one with the robot bees. The robot bees? Yeah. Is that Hated an episode of Black... I haven't yeah. seen that one. You haven't seen that one? Mm-mm. Is that the best one? It's No, it's probably like the worst. Oh. What's your it's favorite like episode of Black Mirror? Hot take. Favorite episode of Black Mirror? Uh, White Christmas. White Christmas? Wow. Yeah. You and everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> I like White Christmas. I also like... Uh, I like Shut Up and Dance quite a bit. I have not seen that one. Uh, I don't know. I like Black Museum. Sue me. I know it's not as good as Black White Museum's Christmas. Black Museum's good. I thought it was really good. People are like, oh, they're just trying to do White Christmas, and they didn't do it as well. I'm like, shut up. It's good. <laughs> I like it doesn't it. have John Hamm, so it's not as good. Yeah, it doesn't have Batman. <laughs> <laughs> not. Just kidding. Not Batman. Not not batman um i like be right back it's a good one yeah i don't know if i, I like, like white bear i haven't seen white bear either white oh white bear will be interesting to see after having seen bandersnatch um what is your least favorite episode so far hated mm. in the nation and no it's probably not hated in the nation it's probably either the waldo moment or the the Men what's under the, fire. Wait, what's the first one called? Waldo moment. No, what was the first? Oh, episode? national anthem. National anthem. Okay, I was just making sure that that wasn't hidden in the nation. No, it's probably yeah. It's probably either uh, Waldo moment or men under fire. Okay, I, I haven't seen any of. The, I usually what I do is I just look up online which ones are the best ones and then just watch the best ones. My least favorite by far of the best ones, not because it's bad, but I just simply hated watching it was Nosedive. I hated the main character just so much. Yeah. And I don't know if it's just because I hate her character in Jurassic World, <laughs> but I hated her character in this. I thought she was I think, so annoying. I thought everybody no, in I that movie or everybody in the show. I know that's, and I'm like, it's not bad. I literally just hated watching it. Yeah. It's a hard episode to watch. And I did not feel bad for her at all. <laughs> I thought she deserved everything that came to her. <laughs> there you go. 
That's my least favorite episode of Black Mirror. Some people's nice. favorite. Take that. Sorry. Nice. <laughs> um, I'm going to give Bandersnatch a 7.5 out of 10. I'm going to give it a 9. Wow. Because <laughs> it's up there with Striking Vipers. There you go. Um, what else do you want to just hastily review before we do <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Let's get on to what are you doing? What are you doing? All right. What are you doing? The segment where Dalton's <laughs> doing something this week. Dalton, what are you doing? Yeah. Um. Okay. So I uh, I've done a decent amount since last we've been here. Um. I ooh today I watched the original Scream for the first time. I'm gonna watch that soon. So don't say anything about that because it's on Netflix now, right? Yeah, it is. And I've wanted I watched to watch it. At work. it. Very. <laughs> I want to watch it very badly because I've heard it's yeah. great. I think it's right up my alley because it's like borderline satire, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, it's it's like completely satire. Some of it's like pretty shoved in your face, but there's like there's a few things in the movie that are pretty. Is I, it scary? I picked up on. No, it's not scary. No. So I don't go into it. it thinking you're gonna get scared. <laughs> so I can watch it alone at night. Yeah, you can. All right. It's yeah. It's. It's pretty tongue in cheek. I looked it up and on maybe Wikipedia, I'll watch it with Emily. There we go. Well, you could. Um, Let's see. It's pretty gory, so I don't know if Emily's into that. But uh, yeah, it's it's a good movie. If you we we can talk about it once you've seen it. There we um, go. Uh, what else? What else? What else? Um, I feel like I just watched another movie. Oh, I watched a movie called Lars and the Real Girl. Have you heard of that? Nope. Okay. Is it like it's this Lars it, Luke Skywalker's? No. Isn't there someone like Liam Lars yeah, in Star Wars? Yeah. Yeah, something like that. I don't know. Luke's uncle but or something. Lars and the Real Girl is like a room. It's a comedy drama from the mid 2000s starring Ryan Gosling. Oh. And it's. He plays this like. He, he plays this very socially awkward man and it's never outright said but he i i mean i i don't have very much experience so i don't want to claim like i know what i'm saying but it seems like he might be like borderline autistic in the movie or whatever but uh -huh. um he he's just this very very awkward man he he has hard times interacting with uh, like anyone even his own family and he ends up he orders the sex doll online and he, he like this life-size sex doll and he starts treating it like it's his girlfriend and he like he like acts like it's his, like she's alive and it's his girlfriend and like his the like treats her, treats her like that around his family and stuff and it's really weird and it sounds weird but it's pretty funny and it's pretty sweet like the concept is mm -hmm. taken in interesting ways and it sounds interesting yeah Ryan Gosling is always is a delight. Um, and beyond that, I've been playing Borderlands 2, fun game. Um, been watching... Oh, I started watching Haunting on Hill House. Is that good? I've heard good things. Yeah, it's very good. First episode, I wasn't completely sold on it, but I'm like three or four episodes in now, and it's, it's solid horror television, Jimmy. You should check it out. There we go. I still have to watch Stranger Things. 
Yeah, <laughs> that comes out in like a week and a half. Yeah, I better you got two get seasons going to watch Buck Oh boy, that's not gonna happen, is it? I'll get it season Probably four. <laughs> <laughs> um. And I'm going to Boston this week, which there will probably throw off a recording. So, what? Because I we don't have a movie next week anyway, do we? Depends if we want to see Annabelle. Annabelle comes home. Comes home. Annabelle goes to the park. <laughs> <laughs> That's the next one. <laughs> Annabelle gonna kill y'all. An- Annabelle goes buys groceries. <laughs> <laughs> Annabelle goes uh, to the moon. Yeah, I don't know if that's probably it. <laughs> I what? have been addicted to Horizon Zero Dawn. I take it's back so all good, the mediocre right? <laughs> remarks I made last week. <laughs> it is fantastic, right? But it's like it's very like I was so underwhelmed by it for the most like not I shouldn't say underwhelmed, but I was like so like meh buy it like the whole like first five or six hours of the game and then Mm. there's a point in the game where i'm like oh this just got a lot more interesting and then it's like oh this continues to get more interesting and then you're like this is quite interesting isn't it yeah (laughs) um i think by far and away the best part of the game is to me anyway uh is the world itself and like unearthing the mysteries of the world Mm-hmm. And I didn't know it was like the the story of the the world uh, that you play in was going to be so heavily tied to the plot of it. And like, yeah, because it's basically it's like you have these kind of like ancient sort of tribes almost mm-hmm. juxtaposed by like this super high tech machine animal things yeah. and like super high tech ruins. And it like it takes place way in the future but everything's like ancient at the same time yeah and you basically find out what happened to the world and it's i think it's really good sci-fi which is like yeah. i was not ex- i was not <laughs> expecting that i did not know what this game was gonna be i about. told you and the it first was... and the first like six hours of the game have nothing to do with any of that either it's like yeah. sets up this completely different narrative and then it's just like oh no this is actually what's more important yeah and now i'm like i'm so hooked to it i'm pretty i'm pretty uh determined to get the platinum trophy have you uh done the dlc yet uh-uh no what what level are you um level 41 oh you might want to go do the dlc why is it it doesn't take place it doesn't take place after the game you can do it anytime oh and And you're like open i see like the yeah you should go you should go do it because you're kind of at the point where it's might be getting too easy for you i don't know there are points of the game where i'm like this is just freaking hard and like playing i'm playing it on the second easiest difficulty too like i don't like playing games on super hard difficulties mm-hmm. i like just enjoying the narrative and stuff there's even like a story level i'm not doing that when i'm doing the the easy level okay i'm yeah. trying to challenge myself a little bit and there are parts where i'm like just getting murdered i'm like what is what is happening <laughs> <laughs> like one thing is just ki- kicking me in the other i'm like by the time i get up the other thing's kicking me or swiping at me <laughs> and I'm shooting me with guns and i'm like what is ha- i can't do anything but yeah um, it's the story is very interesting. I I would say the I don't think it's a perfect game. There are things no. I like. I think the platforming is weird. It, it's not necessarily the most intuitive thing. 
um they're like sometimes like the day night uh changing or whatever the day night cycles um like if i'm like inside some like i cannot see the platforming at all based on like the day nights and <laughs> so like i don't know where i'm going and it's somewhat automatic somewhat not auto- it's weird um also that i don't think the dialogue is very good in this game and that's i don't necessarily think the voice acting is that great either but like i think it depends on who yeah um like yeah but i think Aloy's pretty good i think so i don't know like i feel like some things she says are like way out of left field and don't i think that's writing fit. though i think her performance is good yeah well, that's what i was gonna say the writing of the dialogue the writing the story is incredible the mm-hmm. dialogue is not that great which i can overlook because the yeah. story is so interesting and like slowly figuring out what's going on and like there's some legit great plot twists in it oh yeah that uh yeah tell. you yeah you definitely you want to go you're you definitely want to go do the dlc like right now because it's something you you definitely want to do before the end of the game and stuff okay so i would it, i didn't it, know that yeah it re- well it recommends that you started at like level 30 um but i think you're you're probably fine and i the last mission of the dlc might be up around level 40 but i don't know okay because i kind of was grinding through the story which i normally don't do i usually kind of just take my time through the story and do a lot of side things and whatever but mm-hmm. i was like i wasn't super into it and i was like ah, just going through la la just trying to see if this gets more interesting and it does it gets way more interesting and it i was does. like oh i find out more i want to find out more i want to find out more and i'm like oh i looked it up i'm like i gotta be getting close to the end here i have three missions left now so now i'm okay. kind of doing the side quests and i've been yeah like i've spent a whole day not doing any mission stuff and i think i'm gonna do a lot of the hunting trials and blah 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 all the stuff you need to get the platinum trophy because i'm pretty convinced i'm gonna do it now it's very fun yeah yeah uh ringing endorsement from jimmy youthy it is very good so it also has a ringing endorsement from me two thumbs up cisco and ebert (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah uh another just great playstation exclusive so there you go And I looked it up. There's going to be a sequel, sounds like, 2021 on PlayStation 5. So Excited. Do you hear about that? Um, I did but, not uh, hear about that. I think but... uh, the, the lady who plays Aloy. Oh, actress, yeah. I heard, actually, like, I, I heard that. that slip. Her let it slip. But, uh, and, man, I wanted to see what this looks like on the next generation because it already looks beautiful. Yeah the world is so cool and i even love one of my favorite things is um <laughs> i'm not gonna spoil it for people who play the who want to play the game but like I'm like because it takes place on earth and you're like where does this specifically take place like where oh, am i yeah. right now did you end up figuring it out oh yeah and the dlc really helps with that oh it does okay there's a lot of like it's pretty obvious in that. okay <laughs> um because the i mean i there were on the only way I found out was uh, there are like these vantages they're called, mm-hmm. vantage points, yeah. vantage points, and uh, there's a couple of them that are like, this is literally this city or whatever. Like, yeah, oh. <laughs> it's like oh, this is this location. <laughs> oh, I'm like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> I'm like, that's because I was trying to figure it out, and I, I wasn't like actively, but I was that was in my mind. I was like. Because a lot of the plot is like, oh, where? Okay. 
Um, but ringing endorsement, you gotta play it, man. Great yeah. game. Got a PS4? Get it, man. Yeah. It looks beautiful. There you go. Uh, that's <laughs> that's really all I've been doing. I haven't been addicted <laughs> to a game like this, maybe ever. Well, not even Spider-Man or anything. Not even Spider-Man, I don't think. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, no, the gameplay is great. It's amazing. Yeah. So, there you go. Cool. Is that all we have this week? I think so. I'm not going to be editing this very much. This is going to be nice. <laughs> I think we need this more is a live... long episode. <laughs> it's not that long. Our last. I know, but like. Well, by the way, we... last week was the longest episode we've ever done, I believe. Okay. Uh. Well, we said at the beginning this would be a shorter episode, and then we it went on for true. a while. That shorter Toy than, Story shorter than last time. We didn't anticipate okay. we were going to review two uh, Black, Black Mirror, Mirror episodes and go in depth on Horizon Zero Dawn. <laughs> well, I figured <laughs> like that was going to happen. But <laughs> it's great. You got to play this Horizon Zero Dawn, man. It's so Hell cool. Yeah. And another thing about it, I'm just going to keep shut going. up, Jimmy. No, I'm no keep going. Jimmy. <laughs> One last Jimmy. thing. Thirty seconds. What? Be qu- be quick. I'm going to time you. Another great thing about Horizon Zero Dawn is that you can find out more about the world if you want to, and you don't have to. You can, like, there are little items you can find. You can scan them. You can look them up, and you can read, like, different journals and voice messages and all these things, but you don't have to. It's really cool. Check it out. Get Horizon Zero Dawn. There you go. Less than 30 seconds. Nice. That's Uh, the same thing that uh, the new Doom game does because the new Doom game is, like, has a really deep story and lore, but it, like, doesn't it at all force it in your face it's only if you like read about it but that's part of the charm of the game all right well there you go uh email us at top podcast at gmail.com with questions and comments we'd love to read them uh check us out on facebook that one movie podcast top and twitter at top podcast of course we're on youtube that one movie podcast top uh, of course, listen to us, iTunes, Spotify, whatever is most convenient for you. Check us out on Patreon, or Holden will come to your house, and you don't want to know what happens after that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna come to that, come to your house, and wear a bunch of different hats like Richard Nixon does. <laughs> That's a throwback reference to one of our well, old episodes, I, and I messed it up. It's not <laughs> copyright if you don't play it well. <laughs> All right, we'll catch you next week. Ish. All right, bye. Love you.